1: and PC does what's calls every single day from past 10 years. If you have any question, raise your hand. Um, and let, if you're a newcomer, please show your face and let Gayatri know that you are a newcomer by um, chatting with her. And she will try to give promotion to you if you have never asked the question before.
2: Lahari? Um, hi, Rahul. Thank you for addressing my question, first of all. Um, my question here is my spouse applied his H4 and then H4 EAD mm-hmm. um, on August, 2020, along with my H1 transfer as a con- uh, concurrent. Mm-hmm. So on 2021, February, um, our employer sponsored him and then he's, his H1 got picked up and then it's approved in um, July, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, now um, it's going to start from October uh, 1st. h1 my question here is his h4 approved couple of days ago Mm -hmm. uh, which is on 926 but his h4 ead is still in a process so yeah
1: so 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 so, uh, h4 and ead was been filed at the same time yes yeah okay that doesn't look good okay
2: yeah uh, but his h4 is uh, approved but his h4 h4 ead is still in a process my question here is on october 1st do we need to withdraw h4 ead if he if he wants to continue on the h1 like what's um, what's your suggestion on that
1: so you mean to say is his h4 is approved his ead is pending yes. but his h1b is also approved yes uh, don't do anything on the ead though okay, okay. don't do anything on the ead because um, on October 1st, he automatically goes to the H1.
2: Okay. But if he's a...
1: if his EAD is approved in November, will he go to the H4? No, he yes. doesn't. Because the oh. last action rule only applies for the status though, not EAD. EAD is not a status. Okay. 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 So he's the reason I want this EAD is if later on he wants to move back to H4,
2: okay.
3: He can
1: just go to Mexico and come back and use the EAD. That's the reason I don't want to withdraw the EAD. Okay, got
2: you. So it doesn't have any problem for a H1B? Right?
1: No, no, no problem for H one H1B. It's good. Okay,
2: thank you so much, Rahul.
4: Next, next person, please. Vishrut. Uh, hello, Rahul, Gaur. this is Prasad here. Vishrut Prasad. Yes. So I started working with the company uh, based on the H1B received from August, yeah. August 2019. Mm-hmm. This petition was approved in the month of March 2020 with backdated approval from November 5th, 2019. So my company immediately filed the H1 extension again, and I got the approval from April 1st to uh, uh, three years of extension. So when I see the first approval and the second approval, there is a gap of 30 days. Though I was working continuously with my company, uh, will it be considered as uh, unauthorized stay during uh, that one month of period?
1: We don't look into when the start date of the approval. Though we look into when was the H one B filed. When the, was the H one B filed before your previous H one B expired, or is it right? Was it filed afterwards?
4: Okay, okay. So since, was case, fi- uh-huh.
1: since it was filed previously, though it doesn't uh-huh. matter what the start date of the approval says. We look into the receipt date of the. Second,
4: H-1B. Okay. So because I'm also filing the 485, uh, in that there is one questionnaire, uh, have you ever worked in the United States without the authorization? Yes or no questionnaire. So I was just thinking like, uh, because my approval is on uh, after- uh, No, sir, Uh, don't look into the approval. I said receipt uh,
1: date, did you get it? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, you're good with the receipt date. You never answered that question to me. I kept on repeating. The, was it filed before does the receipt notice says that it's been received before the expiration yes or no
4: exactly yes
1: that's right thank okay. you i asked three times you didn't answer that question you're good you don't answer you are not you're never worked illegally in this country if that oh. is the case
4: okay yeah thank you okay. sir. thank you so much thank you. next person please let Yes. yeah uh, thank you for
2: the Opportunity. So my quick question is, um, uh, so I am working for an employer and I changed my client. uh, Like I was working for client A earlier and I moved to client B. Uh, I'm still Mm -hmm. in the same location. So do I have to file an amendment for it? I'm on H1.
1: If the job duties are similar, which I'm assuming you're in the software profession, Yeah. So I don't see any reason for amendment. Amendment is only required if the job duties change significantly or you move out of the MSA and you're telling that you're not moved out of the MSA. MSA means within the 40 mile radius. Yeah, right. For a simple example. So you said you did not for both the things you said no. So no amendment is required for you.
2: Okay, great. Yeah, thank you so much. Vijay?
5: Vijay,
6: Ritesh. Hey, hi Rahul. Uh, are you able to hear me?
1: Yes, Ritesh.
6: Okay. Hi. Hey, uh, so I filed my I four eighty five last year in October. My priority date is uh, two thousand twelve April. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, all the things are done. Like I got my medical RFE in September 1st and I replied to it. After that, I got a notice for file transfer yesterday. Okay. And what it says is that uh, my case is transferred because visa number is not currently available. And it is transferred to National Benefit Center. And they have mentioned family-based category there. So <laughs> I think they have made a mess there. Uh,
1: do you speak Do you speak uh, Telugu? No, I don't. Punch Pandavlo, kitna many Log You know, they are like three. Then he showed two. <laughs> Everything is wrong with you. Uh, contact the ombudsman, though that's the best thing.
6: Oh, contact ombudsman.
1: Ombudsman. And I'll give you a link, a link with the Ombudsman because contacting the Congressman Ombudsman is a little bit different though. Um, I would recommend to contact the Ombudsman.
6: Okay.
1: I'm going to give you the link for how to contact the Ombudsman and explain them the situation. The Ombudsman will get your point very quickly though. They understand it much better.
6: Okay. 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 And, uh, should I contact the field office? send them mail that hey you guys made this mistake
7: um,
6: yeah I was... would do
1: that too do that too but okay, I, no, the best way is to go to the ombudsman
6: okay okay so that's the case okay yeah I will next person thank you
1: they might have considered yeah. you under a family third category <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> next person please that's very funny next person please
5: Sneha um hi rahul so i have a quick question here mm-hmm. i'm working on h4 ead with one employer i got h1b mm-hmm. approved with other employer but i got um i797 uh, for uh, h1 approval and i did not get i94 my employer said i need to submit uh, my h1 approval copies like which i got recently in july uh, Wait, so that i will get why i-94.
1: why you did not get the i94 you did not explain to me now
5: Oh, I don't know. I mean, they said, uh, my employer said I should submit my uh, H-1, H-4 copy approvals, Ma'am. which I got it in recently, like Ma'am, July.
1: You said you have a H-1B without the I-94. Yeah. Why did you get that? Why did you get a H-1B without the I-94? What do you mean submitted? You already submitted the things, then you got the H-1B approval.
5: Yeah, I got the approval, but I got I-797C. I did not get H-4. Why?
1: I'm
5: not sure. My employer said that.
1: Your employer said what?
5: I got I-797C, but I did not get I-94. So he...
1: Why? Needs... He did not explain why?
5: Um, Actually, he said my, uh, you know, H-4 got uh, uh, expired in May. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said because of that. I mean, I got recently H four okay. H four up, approved in July.
1: Ah, you have to tell me that when they filed the H one B, your H four expired. Your extension was pending. You have to tell yeah. me that. Okay. Now you yeah. g- now you got to the point. Okay, go ahead. Uh,
5: so yeah, he said uh, I need to submit H uh, four copies and uh, to get I ninety four. So will I get H uh, four H one approved with ah,
1: when yeah. I submit yes, with I ninety four? you will you will for sure get it
5: okay so should i can i continue working on h4 ead till then i'm right now on h yeah,
1: absolutely absolutely you can.
5: okay so it may take time so uh, it's like uh, from october 1st my h1 will be not automatically e-
1: you're right it's not automatically on
5: okay got it thank you
1: next person please
5: mr <coughs>
8: Here I will Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question like um, I received my uh, EAD and EAP from my downgrade EB3 and uh, my I-140 is still not approved um, and my priority date is March 2014 and uh, I have a son 16 years old so I just want to know like can I use this EAD and for any purpose like driving license or any, any other purpose uh, not for my work because I have H1 for another two years.
1: Wait, be specific what you're going to be using for. If you're going to be using for driving license, I don't have a problem with it.
8: Okay. Actually, for my son, um, my our <clears throat> my son's H4 is not approved yet, uh, but he wants to drive, so I want to take the license or anything. With
1: driving license, I don't have a problem with it.
8: Okay. Okay. And but I, EAD, I
1: have- once you use the, And for employment, then you're getting married.
8: Okay. Any of us, right? All three, any of us use for... I'm not worried
1: about your wife, though, that much. I'm worried about you and your child.
8: Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Next Next
1: question.
8: Thank you. Radda,
3: Hi, Rahul. Uh, This is regarding my H-4. I applied my H-4 along with my husband in the month of March. And then I applied for my EAD. Um, I applied my EAD. So with, you
1: applied for EAD separately than that of H4? Yes. Bad idea. Yeah. yeah.
3: So that's where it started actually. So uh, now I got my H4 last week. And uh, over that, when I applied my EAD, uh, it was based on my older I-94. So the case... Is the EA? I have my H4 now. The EAD case, the WAC, uh, I do not see any change in status. Uh, mm-hmm. apart. Um, I called them up for expediting the request and which
1: okay. denied. I got the, yeah, go ahead with the question though.
3: Yeah, so my question is. Uh, uh, would they work on the request based on the older document and send
1: the RFP? Uh, you can you can do one thing. You can do interfile and you can show them the H4 approval that you got it right now. Um, there is an interfile uh, uh, medical records that Gayathri is sending. Use the same formula and send the interfile and sh- give them your H4 approval. Okay. Interfile okay. is some process or one form that There is no form or anything. All you're telling the USCIS is, hey, look, add this particular document to to my file. That's called interfiling. And the directions were been given to you for the medical interfiling, which is not applicable for you, it's use the same formula for it. Okay. Okay?
3: So this is apart from they sending me RFP, I would send them documents,
1: right? That is right. That is exactly right, ma'am. Next person, please.
9: Yeah, hi, hi uh, good afternoon, or good morning. Uh, so I filed my 485 ratify uh, when I was in, uh, let's say state X. So in August, so I moved to uh, state Y. So now uh, today I received the RFE saying that, okay, you moved uh, your uh, geographical location of the intended employment, because when I was in state X previous state, that's where my company branch was you know they filed form everything there only now i moved to a different state so i got a rfe saying that sub, uh, submit a new 485j and also they are asking okay why did you change the location and explanation so is it a simple 485j with the new address level i i would still no i would still go with a
1: lawyer though okay don't, don't respond to it. It, it. It's not a complex one, but I do not want you to respond. This is not like a picture is missing or something is missing. That's different. Okay. Medical is missing. 485 is a very, very strong thing. If they are issuing an R F E, medical is missing. Yeah. I tell people, go and respond. You know, what's there? We won't even open the package. Now have a lawyer respond. Don't respond by yourself.
9: Yeah. And also at the same time, my, my wife also got R F E for missing marriage certificate. And along with the marriage certificate, they are asking to provide some living proof documents together, like, you know, like sorry, uh, insurance policy, something like that. So I can, I can respond to that one, right? Rahul? Why not have both the things respond by a lawyer? Okay.
1: Okay. Sure. Okay. Because since he's responding one, why can't he have it? The second one seems to be simple, but I just want both of the th- things responded by a lawyer. Okay. Okay. Next person, please.
9: Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: Pazham, Ali.
10: Hi, sir. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a question for one of my friends, actually. Uh, my, mm-hmm. uh, so my friend was uh, in USA last year and he moved to India uh, last year due to the COVID situation. Unfortunately, he was involved in accident uh, last year and he was convicted with an accident case in India, IPC Section 304A. Now he 304A? Is to-
1: yes, yes. Oh, oh, that's a very major crime. Uh,
10: it's I by uh, death. Yeah, that's what I hate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I'm, I'm a lawyer in India too. Go ahead.
10: <laughs> yeah. So now he is planning to come back to uh, USA. Uh, is it uh, uh, okay to arrange a lawyer in locally and, uh, and then uh, he can travel to India whenever it is? No, like, yeah. he it needs to him.
1: consult a lawyer. He needs to consult a lawyer. Okay. Before he he comes in, he needs to come. What happened? He was being charged, but was he convicted with the crime?
10: uh, He was convicted by mistake, but uh, there was both parties, looks like they are agreed to withdraw the case, but uh, they said it is not possible to withdraw now because it was uh, charged. uh, Charge seat was filed. Wait, wait, wait.
1: uh, You can't, the crime cannot be agreed by two people though. I can't just beat you and then we both can agree that you won't charge That's not there. That's not there in the law. So he's been convicted of the crime then. Uh, He needs to contact the lawyer. That's a a, a death case, okay? That's a death case. You need to contact the lawyer, okay? Next person, please.
10: Okay, thank you. Thank you.
1: Pratsy. And I uh, and, and I will not be the proper lawyer for it though. I would recommend to go to some other lawyers though. So if you want, you can drop an email, but I would not be and our office doesn't have expertise in this one.
10: Sure, sure. There are certain you,
1: levels we can go. After that, we cannot. Next, sure, person, on, thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
7: Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. So I have a question on uh, F1 visa. I am on F1 visa and mm-hmm. uh, I've also received my OPT card. But mm-hmm. you must be knowing the ninety day condition of it, mm-hmm. and out of that six weeks has already been passed. Mm-hmm. Now I am staying with my uncle's at my uncle's place, and he has an organization which has a job opening, and his registered office is at his home only where i am right now temporarily still.
1: now uh, it, it doesn't have to be a job any practical training will be fine too. any training will be fine too
7: right right it's a, uh, a training only but the concern is he is able to give that letter but the concern was the address for my address and the organization address is same
1: so now that doesn't do that you see doesn't any I definitely see an issue there.
8: Okay. Okay.
1: Next person, please. Um, I have one question from Chetan to... uh, uh, Chetan is asking this question. Chetan, yes, we are working on the lawsuit for the 485 delays. Uh, You can definitely... It is definitely an experimental case, though. I have to tell you that. We are working. The problem, Chetan, is that for the H4EADs and others, though, we used to have a group litigation, but the USCIS is giving us technical objections, saying that, hey, you have to separate each and every employee separately and file it 100 different cases. So that's where we are at. So we can't club you with the other people, though. We have to file a separate court litigation for you. Um, So you can definitely contact. We are working on it. But as you already said, that it is going to be an experimental, I would say it is going to be experimental because we're trying to see what all the failures are occurring based on that we're covering our base not to touch those aspects later So especially, yeah, Texas Service Center, that's where we're targeting. Next person, please.
5: Rana Syed. Uh...
1: Hi, Rahul.
11: Uh, actually, I filed my 485 last year, October uh, in EBG downgrade. And me, uh, my fingerprints are done. Even my wife's fingerprints are done. But my son didn't receive any fingerprints.
1: How old is your my, son? He's 10 years. He will not receive it because your lawyer did not pay the money. He is the worst lawyer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, under 14, um, under 14 they, your lawyer didn't pay the money. We don't pay the money. So he won't get it. He doesn't need fingerprinting, biometrics. For, for it no, he doesn't need it. You may ask a question. Oh, we did it for H4. Oh, that's different. This is different. No, he won't need for biometrics for uh, for under 14 people don't need it. Next question.
2: Vinod? Okay.
12: Hi. Hi, rahul sir. Uh, good morning. Uh, this is for my friend. Um, actually... Uh, he has H1 approved. You are able to hear me? Yes, I can.
1: Yeah, thank you. I am able to hear you. Yes.
12: Uh, his H1 is approved, but his wife H4 EAD will expire in November 10th, 2021, but she is now working presently. Uh, is there any way she can do it on a H1 or continue the job?
1: Do you mean to say can can we move her to H4 to F1 and continue? H4 to F1 takes a long time. It is taking approximately around eight to eighteen months. So that's not possible. Second thing is that a lot of people, F1 is for student visa, not like for people to go to just get the work permit. We consider the day one CPT universities as illegal universities. Oh okay. Next person, please.
5: Rami Reddy.
11: Uh, hi Rahul. Uh, thank you for connecting all these sessions. Uh, uh, so I have one question actually. My priority mm-hmm. date is uh, March twenty thirteen. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, my employer is You might know that, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so right now I'm I'm upgrading my um, one forty to premium. So my date, since my date is current, uh, I want to send my
1: medicals also. So regarding the uh, regarding that, uh, I already spoke to your office. We do so, not recommend sending, we do not recommend filing premium processing because they both should supposed to go to different addresses. Uh, so not sending the medicals. I do not with, recommend, along with the I-140 premium processing, I do not recommend. I want to recommend to go medical separate and premium processing separate. And since you're our client, though, we don't charge any extra money for sending the medicals.
11: So I already took medicals last week. I was talking to. And Give it to us. We'll
1: mail it. Yeah. We'll mail it. Okay. But okay. we'll not mail it with the premium process. That's the only thing.
11: Okay. Okay. How do we you know that, you know, whether medicals are, you know, got submitted to
1: attached to my file? So is there we any cannot, way? We cannot. There is no way to know.
11: Okay. Okay. The only um, thing is since my.
1: Uh, My PD is current and... uh, I I know, I know. We are are getting like hundreds of emails from people saying that, thank you, my green card is approved because I filed the medicals through interfiling. But did every case that we told got through? No, there is no way to know. But we will not submit your medicals along with the premium processing. Because remember, premium processing gets rejected very frequently though.
11: Yes, yes. But lately, you know... um, uh, yeah, every case is different. Uh, I can't uh, <laughs> argue on that one.
1: Yeah, I just want to know that, you know, uh, my medicals are ready. I'm about to uh, S- okay, I it was. send it to us. Yeah. Ma- we are coming to this conference. You have a different conference at 1.45 tomorrow.
11: Uh, okay, because I'm I'm about to send those today. So that's why.
1: Good, send it. Good. send it to yeah. us. Yeah. Sure, thank you, Rahul. Thanks. Send it to us, but it will not go with the premium process. Next person, please. Okay. Sure, thanks.
2: Suraj? Yeah. <clears throat>
12: So, uh, I have uh, applied for i 45 downgrade um, October, uh, you know, last year. Um, so, I-140 is approved, uh, but I-485 is still pending. Uh, my EB2 is current now. So, should I apply for 45? 485
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I would not. I would not recommend that. Um, no, I would not recommend okay yeah, i would not. we would not recommend and and, and 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 a lot of people say is it because the money is the concern um one second uh, sorry sorry about that um is the money is the concern no it's money is not the concern i'm not concerned about your five ten thousand 10000 so i'm not But if it helps you, though, I definitely would recommend. I don't care. So it it is by filing this application, it's going to confuse the officers why there are 2485s. They don't understand all these things. Look at the first gentleman. His case went to the local office. They considered it as a family. EB-3 and Family-3, they got confused about it. They sent it to the National Center's prior date is not current. I mean, what are they looking at? So when they have 2485s, they get very confused. So, it's not worth filing. That's the way I feel. Uh,
12: Next. I have a follow up question. Just uh, so the thing is, uh, my concern is how do they pick the EB2 visa number? How do they allocate the EB2 visa number? So, do they allocate EB2 visa numbers, green card prior to EB3? I mean,
1: is it? No, some... not, nothing like that, though. When the green card is approved, they are going to allocate the number to that person.
12: What I mean if is, they... like, I have my, my EB2 is current. So is they there any chance they will allocate...
1: Your EB3, your EB3 also current.
12: Yes, EB3 is also current, but that's what my concern is like. is Do they allocate the EB2 visa numbers prior to EB3?
1: No, there is nothing like that. Nothing like that. Okay, thank you. Nothing like that. The EB, EB2 are not going to float down to EB3, guys. It's not going to float down to EB3. The EB1 is going to float down to EB2. EB2 is not going to float down. There's so many applicants there. Next person, please. Poonam?
2: Poonam?
13: Hello? Yes, ma'am. Hi, Rahul. This is Poonam. Uh, I have a quick question uh, regarding the process of 485. Uh, I have filed in October last year. And uh, just waiting uh, for the interview. Finished with all the other uh, things uh, like biometrics, medicals, etc. So, uh, is there a way uh, we can file a PIL?
1: P R L. What is that?
13: Public interest litigation, or something that's like a, uh, you a, know, done in India.
1: That, yeah, uh, that's there's no public interest litigation in the United States. It's, it's illegal. Um, In fact, according to the, the, I consider that according to the Indian law also, it doesn't allow it. I don't know how they are doing it. I don't understand it, Uh, but it's not legal. But you see, public interest litigation is always filed by a third party, Poonam. It's not filed by the main party. For example, okay, government is not doing something, okay, Mm -hmm. and there is pollution coming in. So... They filed something called public interest litigation in India. Yes. Here you cannot do it. What is, why are you aggravated? Oh, because thousands of the people are getting the smoke. No, that's not enough. Did you got a cancer with that? Then you can file it. In this case, though, you don't have to go with public interest litigation. You can consider filing a case with USCIS against Mm -hmm. USCIS if it's getting delayed. But mm-hmm. I would recommend to contact Stephen Brown in our office. He's the litigation director in our office. But one thing is, punam, I have to tell you that. Yeah. As of now, any cases that we or any other law office have taken for the 485 delays,
0: mm-hmm. we
1: got those cases. We did not get those cases. We did not get those cases uh, adjudicated. I mean, we did not get them. We got them denied. So we're trying to build up new way of getting to the court because courts are saying we don't have the jurisdiction. Uh,
13: well, uh, the very um, concept of uh, public interest litigation is, sir, uh, that uh, uh, there are a number of people uh, who are that's having this kind of grievance, right?
1: That we call it as class litigation here, though
13: okay
5: okay um,
1: That's class litigation not public interest litigation public is the person who is not injured is filing it you're you're the person who's injured according to our definition though so you can file it but the problem here is that anything we are filing on i-485 delays the courts are not accepting it so the way we are approaching is hey you know biometrics is not done i-140 is not approved uh, why mm-hmm. is the Texas Service Center behind and MSC is forwards behind? These are the side things that we are going and attacking now.
13: Okay. So, uh, uh, I mean, okay, you call it... Uh, uh, in place of PIL, we call it uh, class uh, uh, action suit or class interest litigation. But uh, is there any um, a remedy for, you know, now uh, so many people just waiting, waiting, waiting no, since...
1: None, no, 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 ma'am. None, ma'am, no, ma'am. We have... We and and uh, on, on the other cases hand, cases thousands of uh,
13: visas I, I, are being wasted. I,
1: I know, Poonam. I know, Poonam. We, we are aware of it. Uh, all I will tell you is to write the letter to the congressman, the court litigation especially we have only two days left, is not going to work for sure though. And the court litigation previously where we filed and other lawyers filed did not work either. And if we have a solution for it, we would come to say, hey, give me the money. I'm going to file the court litigation. You're not asking me to do free service anyways. So it's not there. We don't have a solution right now. But if you want for your own particular one case to file it, I would recommend to contact Steven uh, Steven Brown in our office as I suggested to Chetan though, Yes, it is going to be an experimental case though. We're going to use you as a guinea pig.
13: Oh, okay, got it, got it.
1: Next question, please. Thank you, sir, thank you. Vijay? Uh, I'll take the last caller, guys, uh, because I have another conference call today. Good, Vijay. Um, I'll go through a couple of questions that I can answer, okay? Vijay? Okay, so that's what? okay. I'm going to go through these questions. Uh, Sri, uh, Plan B, Plan C, Plan D, um, we are working on it. Uh, plan B, of course, is already there. We already put out the letter for that. Uh, I hope you already wrote the letter to the USCIS, uh, to these. Uh, uh, sorry, to the congressman, which draft has been provided to you in the chat. Uh, Pratik Sharma, with regards to the misrepresentation, you need to contact the immigration lawyer immediately, though. Uh, can we include the medicals along with the uh, I-765, i thirty-one? We do not recommend that, though. RF is, send it separately, not with them. Uh, sorry, guys, I have to go to uh, the next conference call. Uh, Yeah, Anil Madam. yeah, we are considering swing USCIS yeah, yes, uh, where the cases have moved from NBC to uh, TSC, yes. We are definitely considering that. Uh, any delays in the EAD and advanced parole that's one thing that we are attacking. I-140 premium processing, they're not accepting it. That's, the, that's what we are attacking too. Uh, thank you, guys. The next conference call will be uh, tomorrow, guys. <laughs>